Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalib Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. And it's Monday, and it is a busy, busy Monday. And we'll have all sorts of reaction for you from the high school weekend, college going on, lots of breaking news this afternoon, uh, and the um, situation we know down in Austin with Chris Beard. We will get to all of that. Uh, Before we get, and there's some, you know, we also know about uh, Coach Mike Leach and – Quite honestly, with everything going on, uh, that's the most important one right now is uh, what's going on with Mike Leach's health. Uh, it's, uh, it, you know, it, it seems dire. It, it's really, there's been various reports. The school is reporting uh, that he was care flighted uh, or he was rushed to the hospital last night. Talking about Mississippi State's reporting that. We've seen just in the past few hours, Dave Aranda and their paths have crossed over the years, of course, and and, and uh, coaches that have been very close to him, like Bob Stoops at Oklahoma, Dana Holgerson at University of Houston, they have been tweeting about the coach and expressing their support. And, again, it's important at times like this not to try to grab at everything you see on Twitter and actually uh, wait to hear from the university or a family member or something because uh, it, it really sometimes this is this brings out uh, some of the worst in journalism when some people it's not just journalists sometimes fans get involved and and uh, try to rush to uh, you know a, a, some kind of conclusion and again right now it just seems that he is in critical condition and we'll see where this goes and and, and we've not even heard anything real specific on exactly what kind of medical issue he had somebody had said they uh I, he was doing something like an interview or or with with some people just a couple of days ago and so uh this started we started getting word about this yesterday and so our prayers and thoughts go out to mike leach and his family and mike was uh well, just uh, it's such an incredible part of what te- happened at Texas Tech and that turnaround and one of the great characters in all of college football. And so uh, just uh, praying that he pulls through. But he is in bad, bad shape, it would appear. And so we'll just kind of continue to see the latest in terms of uh, what Mississippi State comes out with and, um, and you know, the uh, official kind of word. In fact... Uh, uh, I wanted to give this to you. Um, Leach, 61 years old, by the way, and uh, this is his third head coaching stint. And according to a report by the Clarion Ledger, and of course that's a Mississippi uh, a paper there in, I believe that's you know in uh, Jackson area, Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, Leach had a massive heart attack. All right, and that is. Uh, what led to him being uh, hospitalized 
and in a uh, critical condition. The university has said that part of it. And um, uh, yesterday it was uh, said that he had a, quote, personal health issue that occurred at his home. Again, that is Mike Leach dealing with that. And uh, so our thoughts um, definitely go out to uh, Coach Leach, who was the uh, uh, AFCA National Coach of the Year in 2018. He was at Texas Tech from 2000 to 2009. Now, in the midst of all this, some Cowboys breaking news. Now, Aaron, I think we can go ahead and hit the sounder for this one. This is uh, this this one's pretty pretty big. And there it is. The some exciting news coming out. The Cowboys, the pursuit of Odell Beckham Jr. may have come to an end, and it does not involve Odell Beckham Jr. becoming a Cowboy. The uh, the Cowboys have uh, added veteran wide receiver T.Y. Hilton just in this past hour. Mike McCarthy saying uh, just a little while ago, quote, the timing is right. He's ready to go. He's an excellent addition, especially at this time of year. All right. Everybody remembers him from the Colts. Ten seasons with the Colts. I guess he caught the end of Peyton's time and then got Andrew Luck, and then, of course, it's been kind of a hodgepodge since Andrew Luck retired with some different uh, folks stepping in there to play, Jacoby Brissett and others, Carson Wentz, you name it. Uh, Hilton has caught 631 passes for nearly 10,000 yards and 53 touchdowns over the year. He was a four-time Pro Bowl pick. All right, and kind of became known – Toward the end of uh, Marvin Harrison's career uh, was kind of when he was getting going, and it became a great compliment. And so, man, I he's been around for a long time now and uh, has been hurt, uh, missed the first five games of last season because of a disc injury that he suffered in August. And after missing just two games in his first six NFL seasons, he missed 16 games over four seasons because of an assortment of injuries, all right? He spent the majority of his 10 seasons as the Colts' number one wide receiver. So I don't even know. I guess, Aaron, did he and Marvin cross paths? I think they did. For some reason, I, I feel like I feel like they were maybe at the very end of Marvin's career. He was coming in, but uh, uh, including a stretch in which he had at least 1,000 yards receiving in five of six seasons. So this is not some kind of front line. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr., certainly if it's all things being equal, um, Odell Beckham Jr. would would provide more firepower. But there's a chance that T.Y. Hilton is going to be ready to go pretty quickly and, and could maybe show something in these last few games as they prepare for the playoffs. Now, will he play? Would he be ready to play? Uh, at Jacksonville on Sunday, I highly doubt it. Could he maybe work his way into the rotation and be a possibility on uh, Christmas Eve against the Eagles? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, they're going to get they're going to have to ramp him up in practice. James Washington was in that game the other day. If you're wondering, he did not have a catch. Baylor's Jalen Petrie 
rocked his world. They tried to throw one to him, and it was one of Petrie's many hits. Seemed like several of them occurred on that one drive. Dalton Schultz should have caught a, a touchdown. The Cowboys tied in, and he just got lit up by Petrie. I think he was worried about Petrie. Petrie then broke up a pass, and then he, he, he uh, earlier he hit Gallup. Gallup caught a ball, and he hits him in the back. I mean, Jalen Petrie from Baylor, if they ever kind of surround him with more talent, the Houston Texans will have something because he is emerging as a great player. We knew that at Baylor. Aaron, were you, you're not quite as dialed in on the Cowboys as you used to, but you still watch to kind of see, knowing we're going to be talking about them. Uh, did, did you get to see some of those Petrie hits in that game? <laughs> yeah, Wasn't that I saw, amazing? I actually saw a super cut of those, and he is, <laughs> he's just incredible. He really is. So that was, um, that was going on yesterday. Cowboys come back and get a 27-23 win. Now, again, you don't apologize for winning, but you do apologize sometimes for playing poorly. And I, I think there are some legitimate worries that this quarterback continues to make these mistakes. This is now eight interceptions in nine games or nine picks in eight games, Aaron. And, and, and the, the crazy part of it is, like, in, in, he hasn't even played. There are, like, five games he was out this year. Cowboys improved their record to 10-3. and three. That's the good part. They, You know, it's surviving. Now, was he Nels when the game was on the line? And did he have, like, his either 12th to 14th, I mean, game-winning drive or late drive? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did some really good things late. That throw to Noah Brown was excellent. He found Dalton Schultz. I mean, he made some tremendous throws. He was running. I mean, he put his head down and ran over some people. I mean, sh- Dak was great when he needed to be late, and he took him down there and, and, won, and won that game. Now, the Texans, think about the Texans, Aaron. They're, they're, they got a three-point lead. They intercept the ball, and they got the ball down there with, what, like four minutes left, five minutes left, and, and they're looking to go in and score on the Cowboys and go up 10, and they can't even get – they don't even kick a field goal. They say, you know what? I don't want to be up 26-20. Now, I have a hard time blaming them because they've been so horrible this year. But they can't get in. Cowboys get the goal line stand, and Dak leads them all the way down the field. So we've got that to talk about today. And then at 5 o'clock, I I was uh, there at the game, covering the game for the station, and uh, was able to visit with Jerry. You'll hear Jerry and I kind of going back and forth on a few things. We'll let you hear from Jerry Jones after the game last night. And then also, I had a one-on-one before he did the uh, massive media scrum with um, with Trevon Dix. And that was kind of interesting. And Aaron, we'll get to the heart. I'm sure you've, you've been able to listen to it, Aaron. I mean, strange. And I was asking some of my buddies who are out there every day on the beat, I'm like, why does he wear this ski mask type deal? When he plays, he wears something up over his head, and I thought maybe it was to keep his head from getting hurt by his helmet or something. But then after the game, he put another one on to to wear, and then he was doing the big interviews with people with, you know what I'm talking about, Aaron? It's not it's not a total ski mask with just the eyes, but it's like a half ski mask where some of it can come up over your mouth, and then it kind of covers your ears and your head, 
but your eyes and everything can see out. It's not quite as is total as what a what you think of like a ski mask on the mountain, but it's it's a partial ski mask, and he plays in it. And so I asked him, I, it's just the two of us. I said, well, Trayvon, why do you wear that deal? You know, as he was taking it off after the game, and he said, as I saw him when they were taking him in to look at that thumb injury, and he said, COVID. And so then I ask other people, I'm like, what's the deal? Why would he be wearing that because of COVID? You know, like, so I don't know if he was goofing with me. I didn't really get to the bottom of it. Aaron, do you know or do you have any guesses why he wears that thing? No, the reason I was kind of chuckling because I think he was just messing with you. But I, I don't do. know because it sounded like when I was listening to it and putting it in, it sounded like he kind of laughed after he said that. So I think he was joking. But like you yeah. said, I'm not sure either. Yeah. And, you know, I thought, well, I'm not out there every day. One of my buddies on the beat might have a thought on why he wears that. And I asked Mashoda, who comes on with us sometimes, John Mashoda from The Athletic. He was like, I don't have any clue. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll get to that. And um, also, big breaking news, and we'll have uh, the Campus Confidential to cover some of this. <laughs> Aaron, and don't feel like you – I'll jump in on some of this because I know you don't really it's not it's not the greatest thing to try to read every sorted detail. So we'll just kind of talk about what's going on. But Texas men's basketball coach Chris Beard was arrested Monday morning. And that was basically uh, he was booked. Forty nine year old Chris Beard in Austin. This is the University of Texas basketball coach. He was actually booked. The call was made at like right after midnight, to a home there in Austin. He was booked at 4.18 a.m. this morning on a felony domestic violence charge. Now, I mean, this is really, I mean, any kind of arrest is, is, a, uh, is, a, is a bad deal. Um, this is just this is a this is updated to a felony arrest based on the fact that strangulation was involved in in the, again the uh, in this in this uh, uh, arrest and it's a third degree charge of quote assault of a family household member impede breath circulation well what that means is strangulation. And that's how you kind of uh, explain that. His bell has been set at $10,000. Oh, by the way, they have a game tonight. Rice is supposed to be there at the Moody Center uh, playing a game. I have a hard time thinking they're going to have Chris Beard after spending the night in jail out coaching the team. He was released from the Travis County Jail this afternoon at 244. Now, I've seen footage of that. I've seen his mugshot, too, but a lot of us have. It's all over social media. But the Austin, uh, um, all the writers and the uh, TV people, and I saw one of the guys, in fact, at the Cowboys game yesterday, they were all, and they tried to kind of holler out a question to him. He did not respond. In fact, he was wearing a mask. I don't know if that's like a you know COVID precaution or whatever, health precaution, but he had a mask on as he came out. Maybe it's because he knew the photographers were going to be out there. Uh, Beard is permitted to communicate with the alleged victim in a non-threatening manner, but must stay 
200 yards away from the residence where police were called and was told he cannot possess a firearm. All right. And again, we'll, we're going to, uh, we got a, a really good guest coming up and we'll visit a little bit more about this. But uh, this was Austin Police told ESPN they were received a disturbance hotshot call. Now, what that means is they've got to go immediately. I mean, that's a, that's a somebody is in distress and we've got to get there immediately type call. And that's, des- that's described as incidents which are in progress uh, are an immediate threat to life and or public safety. These calls are dispatched immediately. And Beard's attorney did say that um, um, that he is 100% innocent of these charges and, and went on to say he should never have been arrested. The complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. It is truly inconceivable. All right. So we'll, and we'll tell you more about what the University of Texas says, and we'll get into a little bit of this with our newsman. He's a newshound himself. Jack Allen, KXXV, Corsa, Channel 25. He joins us next. Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Baylor women back in action in the future Bears game December 15th in the Farrell Center against Tennessee State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off December 15th. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. 
When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. UT men's basketball coach Chris Beard has been arrested this morning on domestic violence charges in Austin. The number two Longhorns are hosting Rice tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Dallas Cowboys made a game-winning drive late to come back and beat the Texans 27-23. Dak Prescott was 24-39 with one touchdown and two interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott led the way with 15 carries for 62 yards in the game-winning touchdown. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Patriots at Arizona kickoff at 7-15 on ESPN. Temple's Torian York has decommitted from Baylor. Area teams head into AT&T this week for state championship. 1A Division 1, Abbott faces Westbrook Wednesday at 2 o'clock. 2A Division 2, Mart versus Albany at 7, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. 3A Division 1, Franklin versus Brock Thursday at 7, and 4A Division 1, China Spring versus Bourne Friday at 3 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Watch Matt Mosley show and uh, proud to be joined by none other than Jack Allen right now. And uh, boy, Jack's a busy man. And uh, Jack, we'll get into this. Uh, I tell you, you're all over the place because you got to account for what's happening with the Aggies, the Bears. And then, of course, the Aggies are always kind of wanting to see what's going on with the Longhorns as well. And some news coming out of Austin, not good for Chris Beard. He has been bailed out. They did the. Uh, they walked him out of jail. All the uh, news folks were waiting for him out there. And um, it's, uh, he did not comment, which is not surprising. And, oh, by the way, Jack, they have a game tonight. The, the Longhorns do. Uh, what a... What a crazy situation unfolding in Austin with its head basketball coach. Uh, do you, I mean, do you have any sense for like, I mean, I, I, I don't think that you can coach in a situation like this. I mean, do you, what do you do? Just, um, I guess you suspend him until we find out more. Uh, this is, uh, it's a, this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, man, I mean, you know anything about me you know i'm not a morning person so waking up early in the morning 
opened up Twitter for the first time, and there it is, all over Twitter. It blew me away. It was not anything, of course, you know, that any of us were expecting to wake up to this morning. But like you said, I don't see, you know, obviously there's no way that he could be coaching tonight just because college kids, you think, you teach them, you know, focus on the task at hand, focus on what's right ahead of you, don't let the distractions get in the way. What bigger distraction would there be than for Chris Beard to be standing on the sidelines to be there in the locker room with all of this cloud of uncertainty around him? I think, you know, if you're a college athletic department, the the PR department, you know, you're scrambling right now. You're trying to figure out what the the motor Mm -hmm. option is right now. But in the meantime, you know, you've got to think with these 18, 19, 21-year-old kids, the last thing that you need to be doing is putting – this potentially dangerous situation just from a mm-hmm. focused mindset basketball sense at the very least right in the middle of everything um, and so I can't imagine what's going through the players minds what's going through the rest of the staff minds through all this um, and it's going to be a mess to sort out over the next couple of days it will and uh and and, and just so people uh, maybe just joining us it is uh, arrested Monday morning on a felony domestic violence charge, and this is a felony, uh, and, and part of this it's important, Jack, is the assault of a family household member impede breath circulation or strangulation, and and that is what uh, kind of upgrades this to a, a felony charge, and uh, uh, you saw, I'm sure, Jack, you've been on social media and saw him walking out of there, you know, his attorney, and it's important to, to to always say what the attorney is saying for Chris Beard, and he says he should have never been arrested. The complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. Well, not so fast. That's not really how it works. And, um, and you know, w- once something is called in like this, obviously even if a, a victim uh, changes their mind, it, you know, you can't just go, okay, well, they don't want charges. We'll just drop everything. And there are a lot of reasons for that. Um, you're right. I mean, this is, Jack, this is going to be, um, you know, you, you just, you hope everybody's going to be okay in this situation. And it's just a, it's a strange, uh, the, the whole thing. And for, you know, what is happening. And, you know, Chris Beard is someone, Jack, that is so, all about basketball and it's sort of known almost like Billy Clyde Gillespie used to be in a little bit for just like never leaving the office and and it maybe hurting some of his relationships in the past because he was he poured himself into it so much and so uh this is a uh, it's a really uh, unfortunate thing that's that's going on and we'll see you know what happens and can you imagine Jack to to the point you made a minute ago like not just the PR folks or the SIDs, the assistant coaches now that basically may have to kind of take up and and get and try to keep this program going. And oh, by the way, uh, and and the rankings probably came out earlier today, and that's it was changed. But they started this day at like number two in the country. Now they lost to Illinois, but they're having you know they're supposed to be one of the top five to ten teams in the country. In all of this happens, um, you're right. I how do you go play that game tonight? Like and and maybe the truth is, the, of it is these players are probably more resilient than we give them credit for. Once you roll a basketball out, they'll probably be okay. But man, I I I, I don't know how you get focused on something like this, Jack. 
Well, exactly. And then, like you said, kind of once the game gets going, I'm sure they'll settle into a rhythm and the focus will be on basketball for a while. And, uh, you know, the coaches, they've got the game plan at this point. They know what they're doing coming into the rights. But the question is, how does this affect everything moving forward? How does this affect locker room dynamics? How does this affect, um, you know, coaching and, and coaching moves you have to make if something happens, if this, you know, depending on how it all plays out. There's just so many unknowns at this point in time that when you look at the situation, you just have no idea not only how it will go, but how players and coaches and everyone will respond. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting story to follow as it all unfolds. Yeah, and right before we were coming on today, uh, I mean, you know, we're talking about the Mike Leach story is so tough and, and just does not seem like it's going in the right direction, who has suffered, according to media reports, a massive heart attack, and uh, people have been reaching out. Dave Aranda from Baylor did, and, and they obviously have crossed paths over the years. That That's one of the great, Jack, uh, uh, you know, one of the great personalities in all of sports but especially college football. I mean, Mike Leach is college football. He's a great character. Books have been written about him, 61 years old. And so our prayers go out to him. Now, on a happier note, I mean, I, I love it. Jack, you got to be – I mean, this is, this is in your wheelhouse. When the Central Texas teams, you know, do so well, and, of course, we lost Crawford. Man, I wanted Crawford to go to the state title as well. I'd been loving that Crawford team. But, Jack, you have to, for people that don't know, I mean, you're down there having to cover College Station and doing a lot of stuff with the Aggies as well. And there's a team out of College Station that's playing Alito. But let's stick first with our with our uh, local teams. Uh, Martin Albany uh, getting it on. And, of course, you'll hear that right here on ESPN Central Texas. Jack, is that um, – I, I, we were just talking about Aaron and I were talking about off-air. Albany has a very famous uh, – uh, coach and, and obviously they've won a ton of ball games, but but once Mart gets this close, I'd have a hard time seeing them not getting it done. Is that kind of how you feel going into this one? Well, it felt almost inevitable since week one of the season that Mart was going to be here. You looked at their region, and there was no one that was going to be in their weight class. So then the question was when they get to the state semifinals, when they play Burton or Fall City or whoever came out of that area, could they get over the hump? And so then this past week, they took on a Burton team that hadn't given up a touchdown on defense the entire postseason leading up to the game. And Mark hung, I think it was 35 points in the first half. And it was not close. It was over from midway through the first quarter. And it was one of the things where that was supposed to be the point that Mark got pushed. And they yeah. did it, and they just ran away with it. And so now as they come into a game with Albany, who, you know, kind of slumped a little bit out of the gates, but has turned it on as of late, everybody wants, you know, you want to think, okay, well, now you're in a state championship game. That means it's going to be even tougher. But the reality is that Martin has looked head and shoulders above everybody else. The question is, do they let that get the best of them? We saw that mm. two years ago when they played Windthorst. They were clearly the better team, but they had some bad turnovers. They had some dumb penalties that wound up opening the door for Windthorst to pull a historic upset. So the question is, you know, can they keep their head on their shoulders enough to be able to avoid those mistakes, those pitfalls, and do what they should be able to do? I'm not expecting it to be a close game, but if you 
come in with that expectation, the door's open for something to happen. All right, uh, Jack Allen, sports director, KXXV Sports, of course, covers Baylor, the Aggies, Texas high school football, keeps one eye over on the the Tigers because he spent some time in Baton Rouge. The man, the man's all over the place. He's got ties to the Church of Christ from his Harding days. So, um, I mean, he's a man for all seasons. Now, Jack, uh, China Spring. Getting it on with uh, boy, Bernie, that, that to me, I used to think of Bernie as such a small little place. But, but then, you know, they do have a place called uh, Tapatio Springs. Got a great resort there, owned by George Strait, of all people, uh, right there in, uh, in Bernie. What do you, as you kind of get ready for, for, for this matchup, I mean, I, this McCollum, I mean, I've, I've, I've really admired and loved what China Spring has done because they just pass it from coach to coach to coach. But you know what? This Beatty, Coach Beatty, I mean, there's a, there's each one of them brings a whole new kind of flavor and a new approach. Um, do you feel like China Spring has sort of gotten past the, the toughest part? What do we, what do we I- expect from this opponent? Well, Bernie, I mean, they're big. If you ask anybody that's covered them, they're big, they're strong, they're physical, they're going to run the ball, they're going to try to um, just run it down your throat and control the clock and control possession. And that was a bit like what Decatur did this past week against China Spring. Decatur had a running back who's got offers from like Oklahoma, a bunch of big power five schools, and their whole thing was they're going to run the ball, and it helped for them. For their sake, that there was so much fog this past Friday night. It was wild. You could not see across the field. And that really limited what China Spring was able to do offensively. They jumped out to a 21 nothing lead. Then the fog rolled in. And then suddenly when they were not able to throw the ball deep like they like to, it kind of shrunk the field. And it made things a little more advantageous for Decatur, who was able to come back, make it a six-point game. Things got interesting right. But China Spring was able to pull it out. I think Bernie's going to try to do a lot of what Decatur did there in the second half, which could be a tough matchup for China Spring. But I think China Spring has so many great athletes all over the field at the skill positions, especially. You touched on Cash McCollum. He's one of the finalists for Mr. Texas football. Crazy that it sounds like China Spring could have two Mr. Texas football finalists back-to-back years. Last year, Major Bowden won it. This year, Cash is one of the finalists. They've got a running back in Kyle Barton who lights up the scoreboard. They've got good receivers like X Line, Trey Hafford. Trey Hafford had an incredible game this past week. And when you start looking at the names of guys who not only are just great athletes, but they've been there. They've played at ATMC Stadium. They've won a game. They know what it takes. I think Titan Spring has the edge, but matchup wise, it's going to be the question is whether they can create enough chaos in the middle to slow down Bernie and get those playmakers to fall enough time to start to maybe try to run up the score. All right, and then I wanted to, Jack Allen joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Channel 25 zone, and uh, he's he's all over the the map here. He he covers a lot of different teams. Um, Abbott, though. I mean, I, I do think we all have a, a place for the smaller schools, and boy, Abbott has become such a powerhouse in our midst, the home of Willie Nelson. 
I mean, I used to be home to the turkey shop. Used to spend a lot of time there, uh, you know, and coming from Kaufman to Waco. Uh, and I would stop for I'd stop at the turkey shop. But Abbott, I love these scores. The uh, previous game here, and they, uh, Abbott's been kind of waiting, but they, that Erion County game, what, 88 to 60, I believe that one was. I was just glad they got to play a few games where they didn't like you know, do the mercy rule, and they got to they got to finish some of these things out. What do you think about um, Abbott's chances as they uh, as they prepare for a, a state title game? Well, Matt, you, you mentioned that there, Abbott's only played two games that went all four quarters this year. Wow! They've, they've mercy ruled every other opponent uh, before the second to last round that they played. They went four quarters against Gordon, and then they went four quarters against Marion County, and they beat by being physical, running the ball, and playing defense, which I know how much six-man football you've watched or you know, people who listen watch. Playing defense in six-man football is very difficult. There's just not enough bodies to go around to cover the whole field. Teams will spread you out, run all over. But Abbott went through a stretch of like a month and a half where they didn't know I was score. In six-man football, they allowed, I think it was like seven points <laughs> over a month and a half. And so it's wild to see not only the way that they've won, but the way they've dominated. They went up against an Erie County team that was um, that was a little bit bigger than them in, in terms of, like, height. And so they would throw the ball over at it, and Abbott struggled a little bit to defend against that. That's kind of how Erie County ran up 60 points on them. Otherwise, offensively, Abbott had no problems. Defensively, they were shutting them down in the middle. Um, I'm actually, I don't know how I've managed this, but I've actually managed to see Westbrook play again this year. She played against Jonesville in the middle of the season on a third random Thursday night out there. Watching Westbrook play, they play a little bit more of the same kind of style that Abbott does, but I think Abbott's a little bit quicker, a little bit stronger. I think they should be the favorites in this one and hopefully can bring home talking to Coach Crawford out there and they won a title back in 2015 but that was before six-man games were played at AT&T Stadium so this is going to be his first time in all of his years coaching to be able to coach at AT AT&T Stadium and he was just giddy talking to him after that area county game about the chance to be able to do that all right and of course uh College Station making it back-to-back trips to the uh, to the state championship and going to play Alito. Um, man, that was uh, you talk about uh, Alito coming back down fourteen three at halftime against Longview. I think some people felt like that was for the state title, uh, but that may not be giving College Station enough credit. I feel like Alito, if I remember reading some of your Twitter, maybe Alito owes College Station something from maybe back in 2017. Um, do you, and I, I happen to know the, uh, the, the Alito quarterback, Hoss Haney's family, what a, what a dual sport athlete he is as a junior. We got some great ones in Central Texas. Well, that's one who can throw it, run some kind of crazy, runs a 10-600, extremely fast, and has a really good arm, has a really live arm. Is this, I mean, is this, is this in your mind? And I, you probably even know who's favored already in this one. I would think they have Alito favored, but I could be wrong. Yeah, Alito is going to be the favorite coming into this. You touched on it a little bit. 2017, this was the state 
title game conversation came in. As underdogs, they managed to pull a huge upset by beating Alito. And so it's cool to see them five years later that kind of rematch coming up in similar circumstances. College Station was left for dead pretty early in the season. They had a bad loss to Lovejoy, and they lost their star running back, Marquise Collins, for the season. Uh, and things just looked like they were heading downhill under new head coach started prior. They lost the game in the middle of district play against Georgetown, and it was sort of like, okay, they're good, but they're not going to be back at state. Well, somewhere around, it was like the second quarter of their game against Annan Consolidated. They were down three touchdowns, came back, won that game, got a share of the district play, and then he just motored through the postseason. They had an incredible finish against Smithson Valley where they made seven straight stops inside the 10 as time expired to win the game and seal the deal to make it to last week, or to this past Friday night, or Saturday night, I guess it was. And then they blew the doors off a good veteran's memorial season. So College Station is peaking at the right time. They have a lot of youth um, in terms of their quarterback. Their running back is just a sophomore, scored a few touchdowns. Uh, Saturday night, and so they're a team that's hot, that's peaking at the right time, and their defense has really been the thing that's led the way, forcing turnovers, making big plays in key moments. And so when you go against a tough team like Alito, that's what you need, is the playmakers on defense who can make that play to flip the momentum, to flip the game, and that's what College Station has been able to do this postseason. And if they can do that again, after coming up literally inches short of beating Peyto in overtime last year. Um, I think College Station can give Alito a run for its money. That's the one that I'm really looking forward to that I think should be a really interesting game. Inches short. Don't you feel like we've seen a lot of goal line stands in recent years? The Baylor one, the TCU, the Big 12 championship, the uh, – the, the Cowboys had a goal line stand yesterday, and so did the Texans. I just feel like everywhere we look, there's go there's these huge goal line stands happening, and they are very exciting, especially when it goes your way. All right, Jack, we had a lot of ground to cover. I appreciate it and uh, always appreciate your knowledge on our local uh, high school football, and um, I know you'll be busy, man. we got a Wednesday game we got a couple of wednesdays we got a saturday we got uh you know with that uh, game we we're just talking about the 5a finals so there's a lot going on uh and i know you'll be very busy and why don't you just stay in the week for, in the metroplex for uh sundays you know the baylor women and the baylor men will be playing so just just make a week out of this okay and just have some well, good holiday nice. time in the in the metroplex can you uh, talk to Jerry Jones if you find me to get just a bed in one of those suites there at AT&T State, or I'll just stay the night, you know, and, and make a living out there? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've written too many negative stories about Jerry to ever pull off that, but uh, uh, <laughs> we will uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Jack, I appreciate it. Have a great uh, Have a great rest of the week, and we'll be in touch with you. Thanks, man. Aaron, you did Jack seem kind of down at the end. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. Thanks, Matt. Okay, uh, always good to visit with Jack, though, and uh, and uh, go over a lot of our high school action. Uh, we've got some things to cover here in Campus Confidential, not the least of which is uh, the uh, police blotter 
has formed down in Austin. It involves the head basketball coach at the University of Texas. All that's coming up next. Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Snap to Prescott. Only heard here. Throws it right, caught. Lamb. Oh, he broke a tackle. Runs to the 10. All season. Runs to the goal line. He's in for the touchdown. Oh, he stole one. Sunday afternoon. It's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Live from Jacksonville, Florida. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Jaguars this Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, December 17th and Sunday, December 18th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. More than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. Saturday, December 17th from 9 to 5 and Sunday, December 18th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo. How Payne turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. 
We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. UT men's basketball coach Chris Beard has been arrested this morning on domestic violence charges in Austin. The number two Longhorns are hosting Rice tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Dallas Cowboys made a game-winning drive late to come back and beat the Texans 27-23. Dak Prescott was 24-39 with one touchdown and two interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott led the way with 15 carries for 62 yards in the game-winning touchdown. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Patriots at Arizona kickoff at 7-15 on ESPN. Temple's Torian York has decommitted from Baylor. Area teams head into AT&T this week for state championship. 1A Division I, Abbott faces Westbrook Wednesday at 2 o'clock. 2A Division II, Mart versus Albany at 7, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. 3A Division I, Franklin versus Brock Thursday at 7, and 4A Division I, China Spring versus Bourne Friday at 3 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and it is Campus Confidential, and a lot of different directions to go with Campus Confidential. Some uh, really rough news we're dealing with in one corner uh, of uh, college football right now, and then college basketball news today involves something going on in Austin. I'll leave it up to uh, Aaron Sexton, our producer, on-air talent, with uh, what direction where he wants to start, or he may have another place he wants to start today's campus confidential. We will start with the sad news out of Mississippi. Mississippi State coach, football coach Mike Leach, remains hospitalized and in critical condition. The university said in a statement released today, according to a report from the Clarion Ledger, Leach had a massive heart attack. Leach, in his third season as Mississippi State's head coach, was at practice with the team Saturday as they prepare to play Illinois in the ReliaQuest Bowl on January 2nd. And uh, there's been multiple, multiple reports about everything that's happened and what the condition that he's in, but those are the two, you know, that he's in critical condition and that he suffered a massive heart attack. That's from the Clarion Ledger, which is the local newspaper that covers Mississippi State. Yeah, it is uh, uh, Clarion Ledger. You're right, right there in, uh, in fact, it might be there in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, right down the road. But um, I, I think it's very important in situations like this to wait for the school to say something or the family or reputable organizations. And, and while there's certain news stories, uh, people, of course, I've been a longtime beat writer and, you want all the scoops you can get, but boy, when it involves somebody's health and and what they're dealing with, you know, trying to be first on those things just seems so unimportant and so ridiculous. And um, but that you know, it's uh, it's this this looks really rough. And you know, you've seen the coaches. Uh, Dave Aranda had a statement earlier today, uh, last night. Dana Holgerson, the coach at University of Houston. Uh, Bob Stoops a little while ago. Seth Luttrell, who was a former coach at University of North Texas, just recently was fired there. But these people have been on uh, the staff with with Mike Leach. And then Mike is is just a true original. 
I mean, he was out there with Hal Mummy in kind of a grassroots, figuring out their own offense at some tiny little college out in, who. I mean, at one point they went to Kentucky and SEC, but before that it was like a, a Lutheran college out in the middle of nowhere. A tiny little Division Three, I think it was. And then Hell Mummy might have gone to Valdosta at some point, but Mike Leach was his offensive coordinator and did everything for them, and they kind of came up together. And then Mike Leach became very famous for what he did at Texas Tech. And then um, the book, people remember, Swing is... Swing your sword, as um, as Mike became infatuated with uh, pirates and other things, and he had an opinion on on it all. And it's what's really sad today is we're we're remembering and and thinking about so many of the funny things he had, as if we've lost him. And you know we haven't had that report. I mean, you know, from all that's been reported, you, you just hope somehow he turns the corner. It just the 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 massive heart attack and then what we're hearing from the coaches who are expressing their support, it just doesn't sound good. And um, I just, I mean, there's just no bigger character in the game. And he's a funny guy and he's different. And quite honestly, all the quirky, weird stuff that we love about college athletics, he possesses. And, and, and he's a big part of it. So, uh, just are continuing to pray for Mike Leach and uh, hope somehow that he pulls through. But it uh, it just simply, the reports don't, when you don't really get anything definitive and then all the people that have been close to him in the coaching community are saying what they're saying, it just doesn't feel great. Um, and uh, we'll just continue to monitor it and see where this thing goes, but uh, we just continue to think about Coach Leach and his family. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us? Texas men's basketball coach Chris Beard was arrested earlier today on felony domestic violence charges. Beard was arrested by police in Austin and booked at 418 this morning on third-degree charge of assault of a family slash household member impede breath circulation or strangulation. He was released from Travis County Jail at 2.44 this afternoon after posting a cash bond. <sighs> I mean, generally, especially somebody that would have, uh, you know, people up there immediately trying to bail him out, some famous person like Chris Beard, you know, they would not end up staying that long in jail. This was not the case here. He did stay, and you say, well... You know, a lot of people stay for a long, long time. But generally, in a case like this, if you're booked at 418, you're probably getting bailed out at 8 or 9 in the morning. This, though, is a felony, and he had to wait for a, a, a bail hearing that took place earlier today. And uh, so that took place, and then they uh, – and I've seen footage of him walking out of the Travis County Jail. That happened at 2.44 today. You've also seen all over social media his mugshot. He posted a cash bond. Beard's bell had been set at $10,000. Um, he is permitted to communicate with the alleged victim in a non-threatening manner, but must stay 200 yards away from the residence where police were called and he was told to not possess a firearm. His attorney 
And it, it's always important in these situations to, you know, kind of provide all sides in what everybody's saying. I mean, this is a very serious thing. Texas has a game tonight, and it just uh, I'd be shocked if he ends up coaching in that game. Of course, uh, they were number two in the country. They're now ranked seventh in the country, according to AP poll, uh, and uh, it's one of the best starts in years. They're scheduled to host Rice tonight. And um, and I wanted to say, uh, Aaron, what his attorney said. This is Chris Beard's attorney. Perry Minton is his name. Told the Austin American Statesman that Beard is, quote, 100% innocent of these charges. He should never have been arrested, Minton told the paper. The complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. It is truly inconceivable. Well... Again, the charges are what the charges are. The arrest has been made. <clears throat> he is out now. He will have his day in court. But just because the alleged victim, um, whatever the attorney's saying now, well, the complainant doesn't want to file charges, well, that doesn't, that's, it's not like Travis County is going to say, okay, well, this will go away now. Um, the, uh, the victim does not want to press charges. We'll... Uh, We'll be gathering more. We'll hear more of this as it unfolds. What I would expect University of Texas to do is, while this is going on, to to have him in, under some kind of suspension. I mean, it's hard for me to believe that he could be out there coaching with these allegations out there. Now, the attorney and everybody on his behalf will fight for him to be able to continue uh, coaching or play. But, I mean, just like a, if a player... Uh, if one of uh, the coach's players was uh, alleged to have done these things, I think it would be a suspension, and I don't think it would be a quick. Well, he'll be, you know, he'll be able to keep playing while this is going on. I mean, I don't think it would, uh, and uh, and we shall see. But we'll monitor the situation. Aaron, did you have any uh, other th- you wanted to to hit before we uh, before we moved on? Yeah, one more uh, Auburn. New Auburn head coach Hugh Freeze has found his offensive and defensive coordinators, and they will be very familiar to Baylor fans. His offensive coordinator is former Tulsa head coach and former Baylor offensive coordinator Philip Montgomery. His defensive coordinator is former Baylor defensive coordinator Ron Roberts, who was let go last week. So a very uh, Baylor flavor to the new staff at Auburn. Yeah, and Philip. Uh, Montgomery, who uh, who you're talking about, uh, was with Art Bryles for years, even before he got to Baylor. Uh, they had a very close relationship. He left before the scandal occurred and um, and took over that Tulsa program. And then, of course, Kendall Bryles started calling plays around 2014 when they went to that Cotton Bowl and played against Michigan State. In fact, when they lost that game, I think Kendall was uh, – that was Kendall's first foray into – play calling and for I did not sense that Auburn fans are are thrilled on the defensive side of the ball but hey Ron Roberts has had a very distinguished career had unbelievable numbers in 2021 and for whatever reason Dave Aranda decided he needed to do this needed to make this move it surprised some of us especially since they're so close but this tells you how highly regarded uh, Ron Roberts is 
and Ron Roberts lands on his feet and goes to Auburn, and my goodness, I bet he ends up getting a raise out of this. I mean, Auburn and Alabama and all those schools in the SEC known for paying their coordinators enormous money. So uh, this is all fascinating. And if you're wondering when Dave Aranda will uh, respond or comment on firing his mentor, the defensive coordinator, there will be an opportunity, now not for the media to ask questions, but um, he'll be doing his coach's show, and that, of course, will be John Morris handling the questioning at the coach's show. And so that will be on our air, 730, I believe that's Thursday night, the 15th. Does that sound right to you, Aaron? Yeah, the 15th. And um, and I'm sure John will certainly ask Coach Aranda about it. And I think Coach Aranda will at least speak to the decision. Now, obviously, he can't get into because there's a search right now. Uh, I'm sure it's a very competitive situation in trying to land his next defense coordinator. So he's not going to talk about that, like, oh, here's some of the names. But the decision to uh, fire his mentor He's going to be asked about it, and I think it gives him an opportunity to discuss it in a friendly forum. And then, by the way, uh, the next chance we'll get to talk to him, where actually, you know, where we'll, you know, be able to uh, question him on several things, will be the twenty-first, the day before the bowl game, which is the twenty-second. And Tom and I will be doing our shows from Fort Worth, uh, beginning on Tuesday, the twentieth, uh, the twenty-first, and then doing the uh, Baylor alumni. Uh, tailgate show uh, leading up to the game on game day so we'll have a lot of fun as we get you ready for that Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl on December 22nd all right thanks for all of that Aaron appreciate that good stuff a lot to cover there in the uh, in the Campus Confidential today next going to let you hear um i had some uh, a chance to talk with jerry jones yesterday and then also trayvon diggs we'll talk cowboys we'll do it next hey everyone with today's cowboys report i'm christy scales the cowboys avoid a huge upset with a come from behind 27 to 23 win over the texans details after this becky hammond on being the first woman to coach in the nba What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Trailing at home to the underdog Texans by three points with just over three minutes to play, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys offense drove 98 yards for the game-winning score, which came on a Zeke Elliott two-yard touchdown run. Dallas avoids the major upset, beating Houston 27-23. Tony Pollard scored twice, Brett Maher kicked two field goals, and the defense came up huge with a goal line stand in the fourth quarter. Demarcus Lawrence, the defensive leader, made one of the huge stops late in the game. We know uh, Houston was going to come 
come out, big guns fire, but just a testament to stand up through that fire and, you know, just get our jobs done, and um, that's what we was able to do tonight. Dallas improves to 10-3, and three, but is two games behind the Eagles in the division with four games to go. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcarr.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. WC Tractor's famous 10-10-10 program is back. Starting December 1st, schedule your Kubota preventative maintenance service visit. Let their Kubota certified and trained technicians winterize your equipment. Receive 10% off your service, plus 10% off the parts they use during that service. Spark plugs, filters, fluids, and more. Plus receive an additional 10% off hauling if you need it. Make sure your Kubota equipment is ready to go next season. Avoid downtime and save with WC Tractor's 10-10-10 program. Visit them online at wctractor.com or ask to speak with a service rep today. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. This holiday season, shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Save big during the Big Finish Sales Event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values up to $6,250 plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Come see why Ram continues to win awards year after year. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can build the custom truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in, wrap up some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Here's Matt Mosley as we get going with the uh, 5 o'clock hour. And uh, so much to cover. 
great Central Texas high school football. Love the state. Abbott, Mart, China Spring. Boy, Crawford had such a great run. And, um, boy, just hated it. Hated to see them have to bow out. And, Aaron, it was, uh, I believe our man Fonville was holding out on us. The uh, they, had a, they, they were missing a big-time player. Uh, arguably, probably their best defensive player. Uh, great linebacker. I believe his name is Cameron Walker in that game the other day. So, tough, tough. Uh, uh, hated it that he was, uh, but good. that's good journalism from uh from our man Fonville here and he wouldn't not even to us not even to his best friends he did not reveal what was going on uh but uh, that's a tough you don't want to go into a, a battle like that without one of your best players but uh, tremendous um season for uh Crawford and uh appreciate everything uh they did and and uh it was great talking to coach Jacobs along the way and Aaron I know you enjoyed talking to coach Jacobs all season doing his coaching show now I had the opportunity um yesterday afternoon to visit with Jerry Jones and you'll hear quite a bit of stuff including some Odell Beckham Jr. now if you're just joining us I did want to um give you the news that the Cowboys have made a move at receiver and it's not OBJ it's not Odell Beckham Jr. T.Y. Hilton and of course since it's the Cowboys it's always big news do I think he's going to be like unbelievable no but he boy he does bring in a veteran presence and I think he's closer to playing than Odell Beckham Jr. in fact with the injuries he's coming off for the last season, I mean, there's no debilitating type deal. He had a disc injury that that held him up last season. He didn't have a great – he was he's missed a lot of games over the past few seasons. For a long time with the Colts, he was kind of an iron man. He barely ever missed time. And then he started missing some games. But uh, they feel like he's going to be ready to go. And, um, and he – let's see, he missed the five games of last season – the first five games of last season with a disc injury that occurred late in training camp, and he missed two other games during the season because of a quad injury and a concussion. After missing a total of just two games in his first six NFL seasons with the Colts, he missed 16 games over four seasons because of an assortment of injuries. All right, he was the number one Colts wide receiver for a lot of years, over about a a, a decade. So, but he comes in. I think there's still some tread on the tire. James Washington returned to the game the other day, did not have a catch. He almost caught one ball, but Jalen Petrie nearly sent him into next year. Former Baylor safety hit him so hard, separated him from the football, and Petrie was doing that to a lot of people the other day. But wanted to catch you up on that. Here is an opportunity, and we'll – We'll uh, react to some of this as we go here. But here is um, Jerry Jones. You'll hear several reporters, including uh, you'll hear my voice. Uh, let's. Uh, here's what Jerry had to say in the aftermath of yesterday's 27-23 win over the Houston Texans. And Aaron, I would just call. I would tell our people to listen to this. Listen to how defensive Jerry is about his starting quarterback. All right, the, all the stuff that he did that was wrong throughout much of the game, Jerry only wanted to focus on the one drive. Here is Jerry Jones uh, immediately after yesterday's game. 
Are you disappointed? I'm so proud of them. I know what I'm elated. Um, uh, those uh, uh, Houston came to play, uh, and they took every, took everything. We took everything, and uh, it was that kind of ball game. And it took that extraordinary effort. What, 98, 97 yards at the end, go down the field. Uh, but I want to give Houston all the credit in the world. They came to play defensively, and I thought their offense really uh, challenged us all day long. Their quarterback. I don't have those updates. We're, we're working on them. We'll have to wait till they uh, uh, come out here because uh, uh, some of those are, are uh, uh, gray, and so I won't speak to them. If you're without Terrence Steele, would you prefer to have Jason Peters stay at right tackle? Well, again, it's good to see him out there since he hadn't done any work out there. But they told me that he hadn't played right tackle. Uh, I think he might have, but still, uh, he came in there and did real well. And uh, I was real proud of 75, too, really. Uh, he's, uh, he's, it's coming for him. He's an uh, excellent uh, athlete, excellent player, got a future. Are the interceptions... I'm going to give you an original quote of what you are, what your record says you are. And, uh, but seriously, we know that's not mine. But uh, uh, I'm certainly proud of the job he's done, unquestionably. Uh, never any more proud uh, than the way we came back uh, in the last seconds out there this afternoon. This game. And uh, that'll serve us well as we go forward down here. But uh, to the direct question, uh, it is great to get these back to back kids. And uh, Coach McCarthy has uh, everything to do with that. And so uh, uh, I'm proud for him, but I'm proud for these players. They, uh, uh, they deserve to have an ending like that. And um, uh, they got it. Terry, you get the win, but does a performance like that scare you about what can go wrong for 60 minutes in the playoffs? I know that. Um, uh, there's 75,000 playing college football right this week or, or this season, 75. There'll be 400 of them drafted. There'll be about 150 of them left after they're drafted. If they're on that football field, they're a good football player, and they can, as a team, beat you any day. Any NFL team can beat the other. And so uh, uh, I was, like everybody, dismayed that uh, uh, we were giving them some turnovers. We felt that was one way. But I want to give them credit. Their defense really played well and uh, really uh, gave us uh, probably what that score indicates. How concerned are you about the interceptions uh, from Dak? Well, I know what they were doing defensively, and uh, uh, he was uh, seeing some things that uh, give their coaching staff credit. Uh, but he was seeing some things that uh, a little different for us. But uh, uh, that's neither here nor there. But all my mind is on, totally, is that 98-yard drive to win the game. Hello, Dak Prescott. I know I'm being cute or trying to be cute, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, really that's what I'm looking at. Completely that's what I'm looking at. I really wanted to see us come back. Uh, with as much pressure as we could uh, generate, which we managed to do that today, and to have him take the team down and uh, let's have the, the win uh, is meaningful to me in terms of being excited about what we got ahead of us. All right. I, that, that, and that was uh, when I jumped in. I don't know what, Aaron, I, I may have to. Look at my recorder. It's picking up everything. It's like it's like a it's like an airplane hangar or something in there. But it it I was wanting to know 
just about those interceptions. And, and Dak continues to throw into traffic. And this is not an aberration. This has been happening for several weeks now. And he's throwing quite a few interceptions after much of his career. That was one of the things he did best is not turn the ball over. Now, you heard Jerry, and what you couldn't see is he craned his neck back around because I was kind of behind him, and he was like, hello, Dak Prescott. You know, he was really – that was his big line to me. Hello. And I get what he's saying. I mean, when the game was on the line, Dak delivered. And I'm not saying there's something – there's a lot to be gained from that. But that's the reason – part of the reason they were even in that shape is because of the way the quarterback was playing. Was it the worst effort ever? No. But 24 of 39, two interceptions. And, and I, I would say for people that want to defend Dak, his arm was hit on one of them by a pass rush coming from his, his right side. The left defensive end beat, I think it was Josh Ball that was in there at the time, maybe. And so he got his arm hit on one of them. The 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 Texans player on the first interception tipped the ball. Then it went off Noah Brown's hands. Well, listen, if you're throwing the ball into traffic and it gets tipped, it's on the quarterback. People are like, well, Noah Brown dropped it. Well, okay. But you mean you... You throw it hard off somebody's hands, and then it glances off the receiver's hands. I'm not going to totally hold Noah Brown responsible for that. So I think right now they have an issue with their quarterback making some poor decisions. To his credit, after the game, he owned it and said, I can't do that. I can't keep doing that, and um, and, and did address that. All right, let's hear a little bit more. This is um, uh, our visit with uh, Jerry Jones. Uh, when I was at the game yesterday, um, just uh, just moments after the game ended. I think they may have taken them too lightly. What? The Texans. They may have taken the Texans too lightly. Well, I think their record of only one win would make anybody take them lightly, but that's the, uh, that's the miscalculation. You shouldn't take them lightly. And uh, they've got outstanding football players. We know every one of them. And those quarterbacks today look like they were uh, Brett Favre, both of them. Right. So uh, all of it, uh, they just, uh, I don't have to sh- uh, point that out. They gave us more than we wanted today. And we were fortunate to have that 98-yard drive. That took a lot of um, uh, really fortitude, I think. And uh, from that drive right there, I think we're a better team than when we entered the game. Do you, Why did you quarterback system? need to see this team under pressure perform in that moment the way that they did today? Well, I think any time you get to live about it, and can come out and get a chance to uh, drive 98 yards with the game on the line. I think any time you can live through that and, and have a positive result, uh, you're better for it. So that's my impression. Jerry, you mentioned Dak was seeing things he maybe hadn't seen yet. How would you describe that, especially given I think they got hands on 11 of his passes? Yeah, they just they, uh, they did a lot of zone and uh, uh, were mixing it up real good. And uh, uh, like I say, I'm uh, hats off to uh, Houston and their coaching staff. They did a real good job, but uh, uh, they're, they're uh, uh, basically uh, uh, their strategy as well as their, uh, uh, just their de- what they deployed out there uh, had a lot to do with uh, uh, Dax, uh, 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 any things 
things that are negative about Dak's performance. But they had that out there too on that 98-yard drive, and he was able to step up there and win the game. Do you worry that another team could use that formula to try and get Dak off his game again? I don't worry about it because another week team will use it. There's nuances in that what they did out there to create problems for Dak and create problems for offense. We'll see it for sure. We'll probably see it next week. That's it. In in. To interrupt Jerry there, he, he this happened before. You'll recall they played Vic Fangio, who was the, was the head coach of the Broncos, and Denver beat the Cowboys. That might have been around Thanksgiving. I'm just trying to remember. And Fangio kind of famously said, we, we just provided the blueprint for the rest of the league for how to slow them down. Jerry remembers that. And Jerry now knows that what the Texans did, other teams will try to emulate and will try to confuse Dak. Now, what did they do? Well, Jerry mentioned a little bit of it. Some of it was, and I and you could look out there and see him doing some of it. Some of it was putting that safety single high, putting him way back off the line of scrimmage. Uh, some of it was just zone. They did some things. They broke some tendencies, and quite honestly, they just uh, they 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 confused Dak to a certain extent. And folks were dropping back in places he did not expect them to be. Now, is he capable? And has he shown over the years that he should be able to adjust to that? You bet. Was he at his best? And did did um, did Lovey Smith give him? Huge props for the way he led the team down the field at the end. Yes, and he deserves that. But you also have to try to clean up the rest of it. I mean, you can't be out there barely surviving against a team you were favored by 17 to beat. Are you going to have a great game every time you go out? No, but you can't just slop around and then and then hope you can pull it out at the very end, and that's kind of what they did. Let's do a little bit more of this. That's the way it works. Yeah. I don't mean to be cavalier, but that is what they do, what we do. Yeah. Any update on Odell's situation? Have y'all moved on? Not at all. Not at all. Period. Not at all, with a big exclamation point. You, so, you, that's what? it. And that's all I can, that's all I really want to say. Okay. You think the uh, rotating quarterbacks kind of caught you guys off guard a little bit today? I think their quarterback play, the way they deployed their quarterbacks, uh, the, the way they uh, 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 basically uh, uh, were uh, uh, committed there to stop that run and could stop the run, did stop the run, and then to uh, push uh, uh, us into making some throws that maybe uh, we would like to have back. Uh, and I don't want to spend too much time on that. But we were well-schemed, and we almost lost the game. But to our team's credit and Dax, that 98-yard drive had everything uh, going for them uh, to win that ball game, and we won it. And I give Dak the credit, uh, a lot of that credit for that 98-yard drive to be tried. <laughs> to be tried. I didn't ask him about that. I mean, I asked him about, you know, do you think the de- do you think that rotating the alternating the quarterbacks with a running quarterback in Driscoll and then that Davis Mills, the throwing quarterback for the Texans, threw off your defense a little bit. And he answered that for a minute and then and then jumped back into the deck and said we nearly lost that game. And 
So there was a couple things happening there. He wanted to give the Texans some credit for what they did on defense, but he also, even though he only wants to focus on the 98-yard drive, he brought it up himself again that they schemed it up and, and, and gave Dak some issues. Now, look at the first half. Look at the first half of that game. I mean, I, I, at some point, you've got to go with what's working. It got to halftime, and Dak had thrown 23 passes, and yet they were running six and a half yards a carry. Six and a half yards a carry. They're, they're, they're losing at halftime to the Houston Texans, a team they're supposed to be beating by, you know, favored to win by 17. And, and they're not running the ball, even though they're having success with it. They're not committing to it. So I, I, I really do think Kellen Moore has to, uh, you know, always kind of remember and quite honestly remember who these, team, these guys are. This is no longer a team that is built around Dak's passing game. Now, they're bringing in help with T.Y. Hilton to help them in the passing game, but this is a run-based team that leans on its defense. This is not a passing team, and, and sometimes I believe Kellen Moore forgets that. All right, next, from uh, my trip to uh, cover the Cowboys yesterday, had a chance to have some one-on-one with Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs, and uh, we'll uh, let you hear some of that next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up. All quiet on the athletics front at Baylor with finals underway on the Baylor campus. But that puts the student in student athlete first. Give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco, and we're celebrating this holiday season with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Hurry in, find the Jeep that fits your family. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Wrap up some of the best deals of the year and drive home today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Corey Bolts, our guest on our most recent Sikkim podcast. Corey is the Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Success in the Baylor Athletic Department, talking about putting the student first this time of year for the Baylor student athletes. But we do. We, we trend towards academic achievement. We have student athletes that come here and care deeply about the sport that they play and are really good at the sport that they play. And oh, by the way, they also happen to excel in the classroom and you'll see consistently leading our conference in graduate success rate or the GSR. And you'll see 
frequent marks around high GPAs. And now we're measuring personal best because mm-hmm. we feel like that's a better description of how our students are truly performing. But you'll see teams consistently having 30% of their student athletes hitting personal best numbers. And personal best means that you have hit your highest GPA that you've had in your time here at Baylor. Mm-hmm. So we like that because it helps speak to our student athletes that may have started here at a 2.5 GPA and yeah. now they're at a 2.7 and now they're at a 3.0. Or our student athletes that started at three two and now they're at a three five and now they're at a three seven. So I, I think it shows a better picture of the progress yeah. and the successes that we're achieving academically. And you look at some of those numbers and it's it's astounding yeah. to see. Yeah. It is. And it, it it gives you that much more joy around why we're telling the story of what our students are doing. Yeah. It's it's a gift to be able to be in the roles that we have and be with them on this on this journey as they're seeking to excel athletically, as they're seeking to excel academically, as they're pouring into themselves personally through here information, and depending on where they are in their faith journey, as they pour into themselves spiritually, what other place can you go or could you be yeah. where all four of those things are part of your experience and are being intentionally positioned within your time here to allow you to grow and become your best self. So yeah. we're just, we're just so blessed here. That's Corey Boltz, head of the Baylor Student Athlete Center for Excellence. The entire podcast available on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, and on the Baylor Athletic website. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more savings in video. Calling, sharing every memory. So happy together. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. You might think all your Christmas lights are up, but Diamore Fine Jewelers has a suggestion. Add two more lights, which will really make neighbors jealous. Shop Diamore Fine Jewelers for our special Christmas lights. Diamond stud earrings for the woman you love. On Christmas morning, when you hand her that little blue box that says Diamore Fine Jewelers, you'll watch her face and think, this is going to be good, and you're right. They're super bright. She just plugs them in, and wow, she lights up the place wherever she goes. Come see us at Diamore Fine Jewelers for the final two lights that'll make this year's display the best ever. Her diamonds are at Diamori Fine Jewelers, West Waco Drive. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. 
Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Clayo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. UT men's basketball coach Chris Beard has been arrested this morning on domestic violence charges in Austin. The number two Longhorns are hosting Rice tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Dallas Cowboys made a game-winning drive late to come back and beat the Texans 27-23. Dak Prescott was 24-39 with one touchdown and two interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott led the way with 15 carries for 62 yards in the game-winning touchdown. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Patriots at Arizona kickoff at 7-15 on ESPN. Temple's Torian York has decommitted from Baylor. Area teams head into AT&T this week for state championships. 1A Division I, Abbott faces Westbrook Wednesday at 2 o'clock. 2A Division II, Mart versus Albany at 7, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. 3A Division I, Franklin versus Brock Thursday at 7, and 4A Division I, China Spring versus Bourne Friday at 3 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. And lots going on today. Uh, reminder that uh, Cowboys signed T.Y. Hilton, the veteran. You'll remember him. Used to be with the Colts. Used to put up really big numbers for the Colts. He's not that guy anymore, but I think he can still play and brings a veteran presence to the receiving core. James Washington returned in that last game, and on uh, the one pass he almost caught uh, basically was cut in two by Jalen Petrie, who's quickly emerging as one of the biggest hitters in the NFL. And, of course, he's the former Baylor safety and Thorpe Award uh, uh, finalist. In 10 seasons with the Colts, T.Y. Hilton caught 631 passes for 9,691 yards and 53 touchdowns. Four-time Pro Bowl pick. And uh, he was, of course, always kind of in the – he was the younger version as uh, Marvin was uh, finishing his – Marvin Harrison uh, Jr. finishing his career. uh, T.Y. came in. Now Marvin Harrison Jr.'s son is a great player for Ohio State. And so interesting to watch – all these things play out, but he is now a Dallas Cowboy. Now, in the aftermath of yesterday's 27-23 victory, now Aaron, you remember the return that Trayvon Diggs had yesterday. I mean, it was a hilarious return. He picks up the ball. Now, he's a former wide receiver. He obviously knows what to do in the open field, but he kept retreating. I don't know... What it ended up being in terms of how many yards the return was. Aaron, did you ever see that number? Like, I think he ended up, basically, the official return, and he did turn the corner, and I bet he ends up getting maybe a 10 to 15-yard return. But it was was probably, there were a lot of interesting plays in that game. It was the most amazing play of the game because they couldn't corral him but he kept going backwards and retreating. I bet he went 25 yards backwards 
to to end up with five to ten yards of a return. And so that was one of the things that I brought up with him after the game. Now, I just found Trayvon Diggs. He ended up doing a big interview with a lot of different uh, reporters. But I found him in his locker and started, uh, I just thought, well, visit with him for a little bit here. And the part where I ask him why he wears like this mask over his head when he plays, uh, you'll hear it. And I couldn't tell if he was joking or not, but it is really interesting. And the reason I asked it, because he he wears, when he takes off his helmet, you'll see it. It's like something you would wear on the slopes or if it was really cold outside. A, a, a basically kind of like a neck gaiter that goes up over your mouth. And so only you see the eyes and, and you can put it up over your nose. I don't understand why he's playing football in it. And in fact, after the game, he put on another one. And, and they were doing the interviews, and I looked back at him, and Aaron, he's, he's got it over his mouth. So his, you know, his answers are kind of muffled because he's got this thing over his mouth. Uh, here is my one-on-one with Cowboys Pro Bowl cornerback, Trayvon Diggs. Was that the return or the uh, was that the longest you've ever? I mean, you've had some great returns, yeah. but I mean, how many yards do you? I'm sure they added it up. How many? How many yards do you think you went on that one? That one, I ran, ran about 100 yards. <laughs> ran about 100 yards, maybe 120. Were you, uh, were you looking for some oxygen after that? I had to get oxygen for two whole jobs. <laughs> had to get oxygen for two two whole jobs. I was so tired. My legs. Oh my gosh. Never doing that again. <laughs> did you at some point did you think well, should I just go down or were you just like okay I've gone this far I might as well. When I, when I saw those two big dudes at the end, I said I'm gonna just go out of bounds. <laughs> Just go out of bounds. Yeah. What was the? Uh, what were you? What was when you had to leave for a little while? What was going on? Uh, I had hurt my thumb. Oh, I knew it was a hand. Yeah. Is it anything you think lingering type deal? Obviously, you're able to come back. Yeah, I was just swollen a little. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and the defense being able to. It's complimentary football yeah. to, to kind of hold on and what, maybe give up what one field goal in the or uh, I guess a couple of field goals. yeah yeah in the whole uh, and then they they went for it obviously down there I mean that's one of those games where you you kind of had to help your offense didn't you yeah yeah um, uh, today you know it wasn't as our offense best but you know they still fought through it you know we got each other's back so even if it's not the offense best or even if it's not our best you know we know the offense is going to help us and we're going to help them so we're a team at the end of the day so you know I was never worried I knew Dak was going to come and drive the uh, ball down the field he's going to go score so I was never worried he just had to get him an opportunity so defense stepped up gave him that stop and yeah. they just did the rest was there any part of you that was uh, you would have rushed back anyway but knowing Y'all had such young. I mean, you kind of they needed you out there to lead the cornerbacks because you got some some talented young guys. But I know that would have been a tough situation to play the rest of the game with with that kind of inexperience. Um, yeah, it would have been tough. But you know, I still got all faith in the world in those guys. Um, you know, they you know they they're young. You know, so the more reps they get, the more experience they get, they're gonna be just fine. They got all the talent in the world. So I'm never worried. I was never, never concerned about them. You know, at the end of the day, they know the standard. They know what you know we we are about. So 
you know, just going out there and executing. I'm sure they would have got it done. Were you a little bit impressed with that Petrie, the way he was hitting out there, some of their yeah. DBs? Yeah, he was talking a little trash to me. I, I, like, that, I like that kid. Uh, he a rookie, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like his game a lot. I like him. Well, how was he talking trash? He's like, you know, you know how I be. <laughs> I respect it though. You know, he had a, he had a real good game. You know, I like I like the plays that he made. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, he, he he gonna be a real good player. Yeah. Why the the what you have on right now? You kind of play in something like that. Yeah. What is that for? COVID. Oh, stop. <laughs> As I start to back up a little bit. <laughs> Just make sure you're, you're uh, keeping things to yourself, huh? Does, uh, uh, by the way, you're, I got to see the uh, ESPN thing they did on you and your brother today. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. To me and your family and all, that's got to be, I know y'all been interviewed about that a million times, but that's pretty cool to, to see it like that. I can't believe that y'all actually text. You know, like during games and stuff. <laughs> you know, there it was the uh, visiting with Trayvon Diggs, and what I was referencing, uh, ESPN had a deal, uh, a really good story on Stephon Diggs um, with the Bills, the wide receiver, his older brother, Trayvon Diggs' older brother, and it talked about their their dad. Their their mom was the the breadwinner of the family, and the dad he was a stay at home dad, and he had a huge impact on their lives and athletics and football. When Stefan was fourteen, and Trayvon was nine, he got sick, and um, and ended up uh, uh, passing away. And so it was uh, it was just about it was just an interesting. The mom worked as like a supervisor for the train authority i think um oh what is it the uh the, the you know whatever the train they were up there I'm trying to think where that group they were up in the virginia area i think is where they were raised but it was just uh about kind of the the dad's lasting legacy and then how the older brother stefan diggs who ended up choosing maryland so he could stay close to home and basically help raise his younger brother. He took he became more of a father figure than even an older brother. And he, he could have gone anywhere in the country, and he stayed close by so he could be around his little brother. And so it was a really neat story, uh, and they had that on ESPN. So that's what I was referencing. Now, Aaron, I still don't know when I asked him why he was wearing that mask what he plays and he said COVID I don't know he acted like he was joking with me but I still don't feel like I have a great explanation pretty cool to hear another I mean arguably Trayvon Diggs is you can make an argument he's the best cornerback in football certainly when it comes to interceptions takeaways you know game altering plays he's the best and to hear him talk about a rookie like Jalen Petrie, now that Trayvon Diggs is, a, is an established guy in the league, is kind of a neat deal, especially for Baylor fans, to hear him say how big a fan he is of uh, of Jalen Petrie's game. And so that was kind of a cool opportunity. And that uh, that concludes my trip out there yesterday. A, uh, a really uh, interesting day for the Cowboys. Uh, they messed around. They nearly lost the game. They figured out a way. 
you got to hand it to the Texans for coming out. I thought what opened the door to the Texans in that game was Turpin muffing that punt early, and I think it was already 7 nothing. Cowboys. They'd gone down there and scored on the first uh, series of the game, first offensive possession, and Turpin gave the Texans hope, and they were able to punch it in there, and then they hung around for the rest of the game. Can a game like that where you narrowly win against an inferior opponent end up helping you? Yes. Is it better than a loss? Absolutely it is. But you have to deal with some of the warts. And and one of the biggest concerns right now is a quarterback who, for whatever reason, cannot stop throwing it into traffic. And it's leading to batted passes, and it's leading to interceptions. And the Cowboys have to get that right and Dak has to go back to taking chances, but but not in you know he, he, the red zone, either in your own red zone or at the other teams. That's where too many of these turnovers are happening, and this is not like him in the past, but it's becoming him, and they need to do something about it. All right, it is time for the dismount. We'll say goodnight to you. We'll do it next. Merry Christmas from the Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. It's a staggering fact and one that should give you pause. More than 130,000 trucks drive around Central Texas roads every week. And sadly, as many as 50% of them drive around completely naked without a stitch of accessory on them. The plight of truck nudity is real. Won't you help? This Christmas, open up your heart to those in need. Maybe a friend, a family member, or maybe it's your truck. Give generously and give them the gift of dignity. An outfit from Pickup Outfitters. At Pickup Outfitters, we're doing our part too. We've extended our Truck Friday specials all the way to Christmas Eve. Like WeatherTech or Husky Floor Liners, $40 off when you purchase a set. ARE or Lear Camper Shells, $200 off. Please don't turn a blind eye. Christmas is not the time for a truck to go naked. Give the gift of an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. Fighting truck nudity for 25 years at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. 
the story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. UT men's basketball coach Chris Beard has been arrested this morning on domestic violence charges in Austin. The number two Longhorns are hosting Rice tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Dallas Cowboys made a game-winning drive late to come back and beat the Texans 27-23. Dak Prescott was 24-39 with one touchdown and two interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott led the way with 15 carries for 62 yards in the game-winning touchdown. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Patriots at Arizona kickoff at 7-15 on ESPN. Temple's Torian York has decommitted from Baylor. Area teams head into AT&T this week for state championships. 1A Division 1, Abbott faces Westbrook Wednesday at 2 o'clock. 2A Division 2, Mart versus Albany at 7 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. 3A Division 1, Franklin versus Brock Thursday at 7 and 4A Division 1, China Spring versus Bourne Friday at 3 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we've had a lot happen today. Um, I think it's safe to say that Chris Beard will not be coaching the uh, Longhorns tonight after his arrest early this morning on domestic violence charges and... It is a felony domestic violence charges that includes uh, allegations of strangulation. So, a, uh, a and, and by the way, his attorney has said that he should not have been arrested. And, and of course, he'll have his day in court at some point. But uh, very disturbing allegations. And we'll continue to keep you posted. Um, wanted to uh, catch you up on the latest. Uh, Mike Leach continues to fight for his life uh and he was transported by helicopter uh last night to uh uh it, there in jackson mississippi to the medical to a hospital according to sources leach may have suffered this is a uh, clarion ledger has this which uh, is in jackson mississippi the newspaper uh he suffered seizures with the possibility of brain damage and sources said the situation is dire a, 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 a spokesperson for the university said he is still fighting. Do not believe any reports out there that made rumors of his death. So that's the latest on Mike Leach. Appreciate everybody who's been a part of this one. We will see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, the first Big 12 bowl game is December 22nd. It's Baylor versus Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth. We'll hear from Air Force head coach Troy Calhoun on the Bears. Coming up on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. 
Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruneratto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Bruneratto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Bruneratto.com. Your family since 1928. Wear what the Bears wear. Get your Baylor gear today at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics Trust. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. It's a Vahan Arm Candy Christmas at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Shine merry and bright this Christmas with Vahan. Save up to 40% off all Vahan Diamond Jewelry, plus receive a tax-back credit on your Vahan Trunk Show purchase. That's right, you'll save up to 40% off, plus receive a credit in the amount of the tax of your purchase. One day only, Vahan Trunk Show at DMRA Fine Jewelers, December 14th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Now back to today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. It is Baylor and Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, December 22nd in Fort Worth. Here is Troy Calhoun, the longtime coach at Air Force, about his team's unique offense, the triple option, plus facing the Bears. I mean, I think we we're, we clearly recognize that I think, you know, when you're at a service academy, you have to do something different. If um, if all the college football was underneath center running the I formation, uh, we'd be in the shotgun. And uh, I think back even to the great Ben Martin, who coached here for quite some time uh, when everybody was running the football. 50 years ago, he knew we needed to be throwing the football. And um, so that that's our reasoning uh, for our approach. Uh, certainly, we're going to face a really, really talented football team in Baylor. Uh, I do think it's astounding when you look at their program and what they've done here over the last, really the last 12 years with multiple, you know, it doesn't matter who the staff was. Uh, when you look at how many 10 plus win seasons, Cotton Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, multiple Sugar Bowls, playing for multiple conference championships and winning Big 12 championships. And uh, and then certainly and more specifically that the talent that they have this year. That's Troy Calhoun, the head football coach at Air Force, Baylor's bowl opponent in Fort Worth, December 22nd. And that's today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. The ultimate holiday gift is a new Buick or GMC from Richard Carr. Dozens of trucks are on the lot ready to drive home today. Right now, well-qualified buyers get 3.9% financing on GMC Sierra 1500 and GMC Terrains or get 3.99% on a new Buick Encore, Envision, or Enclave in stock. Two Sierra trucks are ready to drive. Get 3.9% financing plus $2,500 loyalty rebate for qualified current GMC or Buick owners. Get your new slate today and put a GMC under your Christmas tree from Richard Carr. See dealer for details. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision 